0: The First Day of the Month New things I now declare, before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Isaiah 42, verse 9 I saw a new heaven and a new earth, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. Revelation 21, verses 1-2 through On the first day of each month, we look ahead, recalling the many opportunities God gives us to start afresh and to begin new ventures in discipleship. Jesus told his followers to take up the cross daily. Contrary to common belief, the cross is not some burden or challenge in life that we cannot escape or simply must endure, such as chronic disease or being unable to find work. Rather, the cross is something we can evade, but we nevertheless take it up willingly, even amid misgivings. In Gethsemane, Jesus reluctantly yet willingly accepted the cross that was presented to him, Thus, he defined his own instruction and set the pattern for discipleship. As a new month begins, ask yourself, am I willing, indeed eager, to see God at work in new ways in my life? Will I work to identify God's newness, particularly when it does not seem evident to me? Am I determined to trust in God's ways, even if I am apprehensive about what they hold in store? Will I seek in all things to give thanks to God? Opening Prayer In the beginning, O Lord, you created heaven and earth. You have promised to bring forth a new heaven and a new earth. Grant, therefore, to all of your people a firm conviction of your goodness and a zeal to participate fully in whatever you intend for us, that we may be effective witnesses to the world in both word and deed a people who steadfastly proclaim your love, through Christ our risen Savior. Amen. Psalm 8 God, brilliant Lord, yours is a household name. Nursing infants gurgle choruses about you. Toddlers shout the songs that drown out enemy talk and silence atheist babble. I look up at your macro skies, dark and enormous, your handmade sky jewelry, moon and stars mounted in their settings. Then I look at my micro self and wonder, why do you bother with us? Why take a second look our way? Yet we've so narrowly missed being gods, bright with Eden's dawn light. You put us in charge of your handcrafted world, repeated to us your genesis charge, made us lords of sheep and cattle, even animals out in the wild. Birds flying and fish swimming, whales singing in the ocean deeps. God, brilliant Lord, your name echoes around the world. From the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 5, verses 1 through 9. Roam to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem, and look now and take notes, and seek in her open squares, if you can find a man, if there is one who does justice, who seeks truth. Then I will pardon her. And although they say, as the Lord lives, surely they swear falsely. O Lord, do not your eyes look for truth? You have smitten them, but they do not weaken. You have consumed them, but they refuse to take correction. They have made their faces harder than rock. They have refused to repent. Then I said, They are only the poor. They are foolish, for they do not know the ways of the Lord or the ordinances of their God. I will go to the great, and I will speak to them, for they know the way of the Lord and the ordinance of their God. But they, too, with one accord, have broken the yoke and burst the bonds. Therefore a lion from the forest will slay them, a wolf of the deserts will destroy them, a leopard is watching their cities. Everyone who goes out of them will be torn in pieces, because their transgressions are many, their apostasies are numerous. Why should I pardon you? Your sons have forsaken me, and sworn by those who are not gods. When I had fed them to the full, they committed adultery and trooped to the harlot's house. They were well-fed lusty horses, each one neighing after his neighbor's wife. Shall I not punish these people, declares the Lord? And on a nation such as this, shall I not avenge myself? From the letter to the Romans, chapter 2, verse 25, through the 18th verse of the third chapter. For indeed, circumcision is of value if you practice the law. But if you are a transgressor of the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. So if the uncircumcised man keeps the requirements of the law, will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? And he who is physically uncircumcised, if he keeps the law, will he not judge you, who, though having the letter of the law and circumcision, are a transgressor of the law? For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that which is of the heart, by the Spirit, not by the letter, and his praise is not from men, but from God. Then what advantage has the Jew? Or what is the benefit of circumcision? Great in every respect, first of all, that they were entrusted with the oracles of God. What then? If some did not believe, their unbelief will not nullify the faithfulness of God, will it? May it never be. Rather, let God be found true though every man be found a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified in your words and prevail when you are judged. But if our unrighteousness demonstrates the righteousness of God, what shall we say? The God who inflicts wrath is not unrighteous, is He? I am speaking in human terms. May it never be. For otherwise, how will God judge the world? But if through my lie the truth of God abounded to His glory, why am I also still being judged as a sinner? And why not say, As we are slanderously reported, and as some claim that we say, let us do evil that good may come. Their condemnation is just. What then? Are we better than they? Not at all, for we have already charged that both Jews and Greeks are all under sin. And as it is written, there is none righteous, not even one. There is none who understands, there is none who seeks for God From the Gospel according to John, chapter 5, verses 30 through 47. I can do nothing on my own initiative. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of him who sent me. If I alone testify about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who testifies of me, and I know that the testimony will, which he gives about me is true. You have sent to John, and he has testified to the truth. But the testimony which I receive is not from man, but I say these things so that you may be saved. He was the lamp that was burning and was shining, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony which I have is greater than the testimony of John. For the work which the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I do testify about me, that the Father has sent me, and the Father who sent me He has testified of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form. You do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe him whom he sent. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. It is these that testify about me, and you are unwilling to come to me so that you may have life. I do not receive glory for men, but I know you, that you do not have the love of God in yourselves. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you believe when you receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that is from the one and only God? Do not think that I will accuse you before the God, the one who accuses you is Moses, in whom you have set your hope. For if you believed in Moses, you would believe in me, for he wrote about me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words?" These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Friday's Prayer On this day, Lord Jesus, the flesh which you took upon yourself for us and for our salvation was hanged by us upon the cross. There you suffered all things and died that we might have life and have it in the abundance of your astounding grace. Blessed are you, Lord Jesus, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, throughout time and all eternity. Amen. A prayer within the 12-step community entitled, Am I Willing? Dear God, help me to forget what I have done for other people and to remember what other people have done for me, to ignore what the world owes me, and to think what I owe the world to put my rights in the background and my duties in the middle distance, my chances to do a little more than my duty in the foreground, to see that my fellow members are just as real as I am and to try to look behind their faces to their hearts as hungry for joy as mine is, to own that probably the only good reason for my existence is not what I can get out of life, but what I can give to life to close my book of complaints against the management of the universe and look for a place where I can sow a few seeds of happiness. Am I willing to do these things even for a day? Then I have a good chance of staying with the program. Amen. A prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace where there is hatred It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. It is in dying that we are born to eternal life.